This episode of Pucks Out Podcast is brought to you by our friends over at Action 24-7, Tennessee's only local legal sportsbook. Use code PUCKSOUT when you make your first deposit, and our friends at Action will give you a 50% boost when you make your first deposit up to $800. That's right, up to $400 extra when you use code PUCKSOUT. And once again, some amazing promos happening this week. Uh, follow us and Action on Instagram and Twitter to be kept up to date throughout the week on all the promos going on. And did you know you can gamble with cash? Are you tired of waiting on your sports book? You won, but they but you can't get your money. No more waiting with Action 24-7. If you want to gamble with cash deposits and withdrawals, get started with Tennessee's local sports book today. Check out the link in the show description. Once again, use code PUCKSOUT. That's P-U-C-K-S-O-U-T. When you make your first deposit, and our friends at Action will give you a 50% boost on your first deposit of $800. What are you waiting for? From the Standing Stone Farm Studio right outside downtown Nashville, it's time for the most ridiculous sports podcast in the world. So sit back, relax, and listen as Bobby Butler and Brandon Bond crack open a cold one and talk all things hockey, pop culture, and complain about everyday situations. It's the Pucks Out Podcast on the Penalty Box Radio Network. Welcome into the most ridiculous podcast in sports and pop culture. I'm Bobby. He's Brandon. Hello. You can find us in the three majors of social media at Pucks Out Pod. Now let's crack open a cold Mayday beer and let's get after it. Let's Pucks do Out is it. powered by Mayday Brewery, the official beer of Pucks Out Podcast. Join them this week, weekend, August 20th, for their hot chicken and jorts. Every Tuesday for trivia and Thursday for bingo night. Ooh, I got that uh, angry redhead tonight, and oh, I love it. Ah, daddy's money right here. You know, nice. this is just you know, as we talked about it. You angry redhead, probably your favorite of of the whole bunch. Daddy's money is mine, and you know, so when you haven't had one in a while, it's just reinvigorating. Yeah. You know, to the oh, yeah. to the soul, brother. I uh, uh, hope you got me a good good little batch that I'm, I'm going to be picking up this weekend. At yeah, at I'm, I'm picking it up on Friday this Friday. So yeah, well, I'll have some for you. Uh, today, we're covering some news for in and out of the NHL and so much more. Check us out on Patreon to support the show and find us over on Twitch. Um, how are you this week, bud? Pretty good. Um, I'm at that um, phase uh, I'm sure I've mentioned because, you know, I just talk about everything all the time uh, <laughs> that, uh, you know, I'm moving and stuff. And so we're getting, you know, all the rooms painted and whatnot. And painting is just so tedious you feel like you know you work all day and you've got really nothing yeah. done um so you know spending my weekends doing that so this is really going to be my only break for august is uh is meg's meg's party so uh but getting that painting done got a nice nice new color on, on the studio got a new desk coming in uh nice. we'll be able to get we'll be able to get started a lot quicker because right now currently i'm having to break down office set up podcast you know and so uh so we always get get going a little bit longer but you know that that'll probably uh once once i'm able to get in there get that man cave studio um going gonna gonna come come in there and enter in the twitch world with you hopefully you know uh we're gonna be you know uh, we've been talking about some different games to play i think you mentioned Warzone, of which not as interested in, in, yeah. in battle royale yeah. version uh, as I, I, Apex, yeah. but I'll, I yeah. would definitely play I, it. You know, I mean, I'm not yeah, I'm after not watching a, some videos. Big. I think I'm out on Warzone only because uh, after watching, like, there's so many 
a uh, try hard sweaties on that game and so many cheaters there so yeah. if i do it's, a battle royale you'll probably do PUBG or apex yeah and i'm i've played a little PUBG, a little more on the difficult side of things for sure um for me but again i'm willing look man i am i am more than willing to look stupid in front of uh you know a bunch yeah. of people i don't care i don't i mean i, I don't yeah. care uh and you know and that's and that's when we'll really get the hopefully the, the backyard baseball cranked up you yeah. know because i'm i'm kind of i'm kind of i'm kind of feeling that for sure i'm still i'm, I'm yeah, still definitely interested overshell. in it so yeah. i've been you, playing man, a good bit of a pretty, pretty good man i've been playing a little bit of halo infinite lately downloaded that i'll be down with that I'll be yeah, down like with that. I haven't fun. played any online, but um, I've played it's a, some. It's uh, real nostalgic because it brings you back, like, because I haven't played Halo in like 10 years. So playing yeah. it online with people, it just, it takes me back to like middle school and high school, man. Just, you oh, know, I can get down coming with home that. from school and, and rocking some Halo 2 and 3. Yeah, man. I'm, I, was a, I was a Halo 2 and 3 guy myself. Uh, Modern Warfare. Uh, did not get super yeah. into Modern Warfare 2, but I got really, really into Modern Warfare. But good 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 portion of my my senior year life went to halo 3 and uh modern warfare so yeah. um i'm i'm yeah i'm down uh, i'm i'm looking forward to and and us getting in some getting in some threes uh getting our our tournament started i think that's yeah. the, i think that's kind of in the works we're we're looking uh at getting the uh the graphics or the uh the video cards for the xbox stuff right yeah so the we, capture so cards yeah to, uh capture card excuse me um so looking forward to that man uh hopefully but uh, i've said all that to say this i'm just uh very drained right now because doing you know getting house stuff ready but we're getting close to the end of painting which means we can do a lot yeah. more after that so for sure but um hey i see you rocking all that auburn stuff man yeah. Is that your, what's up what do you got for fit yeah, check today bro. yeah bro uh got the uh auburn versus all y'all you know you know it's uh beginning of the season nobody expects us to do anything got the you know got the auburn hat rocking uh just you know it's a great time of year we're getting to the you yeah. know middle of august which means we're almost to the the end of august which means football is is once again among us um and uh our world didn't implode and we're not in an apocalypse. So we will Yet. get to enjoy another year of football. At the very least, we get to be excited about enjoying another year. Of yeah. Football. So what Hell about yeah. yourself, bro? Man, just rocking a good old. I actually found this button up while we were clean. I haven't worn this one in a couple of years. And I was like, you know what? It matches my top golf hat. So I'm go. rocking the top golf hat today. Nice. Yeah, yeah, I don't know why top golf sells shamrocks, but I, I saw it at top golf. I was like, I got to have that. Yeah, I got the just the top golf that kind of looks like Titleist, uh, the the pink, uh, pink outlining, yeah. and then the baby blue is the is the the one I went with. We haven't been to Top Golf in a little bit. Maybe we should go. Yeah, maybe we should see if they'll let us do a live show there. You know, I mean, yeah. and uh, we won't even do a show. We'll just play golf the whole time. Oh, <laughs> uh, but all right, let's hop into the news. Everything you need to know about what's happening on the ice. It's time for news from inside the boards. We've got two big UFAs that have yet to be signed. Azeem Kadri and Phil Kessel still unsigned as of mid-August. Um, it's Kessel still up in the air, but it still looks like the Islanders is the uh, destination for Kadri. Um, I'm, I'm, you think I'm these guys surprised. get signed before the start? Yeah, I'm more surprised about the Kadri not being signed. I mean, uh, Kessel is a guy that you can kind of expect to, you know, 
hold out for a little bit. Uh, probably not going to command as much as much money. But maybe my thought process is is completely wrong and opposite because you know the guy that's going to be commanding more money, you know, should be holding out as long as he can to get that yeah. get that right dollar amount. So, uh, but I am surprised uh, that uh, I mean, like you're saying, I'm not hearing a lot of chatter about anybody but the Islanders. So I mean, it, it, either he's dead set and going there, or nobody else is willing to meet any type of numbers that he's thrown out at him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean Kessel. That's a, that's 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 interesting. You feel like there's plenty of cup contending teams that could use a guy like him uh, that can play really across any line and be successful. So I'm surprised uh, Florida hasn't come and knocking. You know, Carolina hasn't come and knocking. Yeah. I mean, even even Nashville. You know, I think a Nashville could be a really good landing spot for Kessel if, if the money's there. Yeah. Uh, depending yeah. on what he's looking to get. Uh, Wayne Gretzky hit with a $10 million lawsuit over alleged weight loss gum. This is the first time I'm hearing about it. Tell me a little bit about this. Me too. I, uh, yeah, I just threw it up there. Uh, basically I think it is what it, I mean, is it true? Did you make it up? (laughs) Uh, No, I mean, yes, I actually wrote, I'm actually, you know, I talked about maybe getting my sports, you know, writing sports articles. This is my, this is me delving into it. I'm dipping my toe into it. This is a staged, uh, no, but this is Yahoo Sports because I thought kind of the same thing. I found it. I found the story on Reddit, and I was like, "Oh!" But then, according to court documents filed in Los Angeles, obtained by TMZ, which you know, and you can say whatever you want about TMZ. If TMZ tells me somebody's died, I one hundred percent know that yeah. that is accurate. I mean, on top of that, they 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 own they like pay people for this stuff. So, um, plaintiffs. Steven Sparks, who claimed to have created a natural gum used to manage weight called OMG gum, alleges in the lawsuit that he was hired by hired he hired Wayne's wife, Janet, to promote his product. Uh, Sparks claims, however, that things started going downhill after Wayne made up uh, made up a lie about a pro- about the product janet was paid to promote he said he'd lost 35 pounds in two months from chewing the gum sparks believes wayne made up the lie to help boost the company's stock which gretzky serotipitously purchased under his family's name uh sparks says that he then invested additional money and resources into the company not knowing wayne was lying but then Wayne apparently admitted to fabricating his results from the gum. <laughs> the company's stock tanked and Sparks was left with millions in losses. <laughs> Did Gretzky sell it before he admitted his uh, lie? I would have, <laughs> to, think he, I he would have to imagine that we could probably find the sale somewhere. <laughs> like, uh, I feel like that's not, like, listen, I, I, I feel like that's not a smart move by the guy. Cause like, so your company did great. Cause Gretzky lied. So well, you're going to then call him out on why and screw yourself over? Well, I think that uh, the lawsuit claims Janet summoned Wayne to help and promised Wayne would use and pers- uh, personally use and endorse the gum. In 2018, Gretzky allegedly claimed he chewed multiple pieces of OMG gum on a daily basis and that he loved how it tasted before saying he dropped 35 pounds in six to eight weeks <laughs> using the product. Then, according to the lawsuit, on or about February 20th, 2020, defendant stated to plaintiff that he really he really did not lose 35 pounds. The admission was not repeated to those investors who had invested expressly based on their belief in OMG gum because it had been endorsed by the great one. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, there, I mean, there are so many idiots involved in this, it feels he, like. 
he also he also alleged that uh, Wayne and Janet or Wanet as some call them. <laughs> uh, that's not in the article. That you? was me. That was all me. I, <laughs> I, I, I'm telling you, I could be writing these things. Uh, colluded to remove him from Buchu <laughs> while ordering the company's new bosses to stop using the former NHL player's image or name to promote the product. So it sounds like lies were starting to come into the fold and Wayne Gretzky was just like, I'm a great one for a reason. I'm out. <laughs> so, um, so if that seems uh, as a part of the lawsuit, uh, he's obviously asking for attorney fees to be paid in the amount of 500,000 with 10% interest. So. Okay. So first um, I'm hearing of it as well. Yeah. Lawsuits move slowly. So um, I'm hoping they're sitting a jury for this bad boy <laughs> <laughs> because, Hey, uh, hey call your guy. you got experience. Call your boy. Uh, <laughs> I was a foreman. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Specialties. Uh, Rangers. <laughs> Rangers activate Sammy blaze from the IR. Still what a dope fucking name. Ah, oh, it's so sick. And, you know, I just, I, I more put that in there. This is normally we're not throwing a bunch of, oh, this person, that person's activated for my art, especially a guy uh, like Sammy Blaze that is, you know, gr not bad, but he's most certainly not on the forefront of everybody's mind. But we're talking, we're getting, we're going to be rounding into getting into fantasy shows soon. So I'm going to be throwing yeah. in those little nuggets in here, just reminding all those people that the goons over there got all the nuggets. Uh, and this is just yeah. a little, little tidbit. Sammy Blaze, big time for a, for a hits, a hits league. All right. So you got a, you yeah. got a hits league. That's a guy that, you know, probably not in. 85% of leagues, I'd say, you know, not a, not a lot of need for him, not a big offensive threat. That man will throw down a, a bunch of hits. So the the Rangers, as a team, obviously, are, are going to be happy to have him back. But uh, be looking at him yeah. in some of your bangers leagues for sure. Uh, uh, actor yeah. uh, Matt Doherty, uh, who played Averman in the Mighty Ducks films, didn't know how to skate or play hockey at all when he was cast with him. By the end of the third movie, he was captain of his high school hockey team and been offered a scholarship to play in college. That's pretty dope. sick, huh? Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, so cool. we we kind of always speculated um, that 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 movie had to be big for hockey. I mean, how many kids came to their parents and probably wanted to play hockey after that? Yeah. Uh, I mean, to show uh, an immediate impact on uh, on the game from from somebody that was within it uh, is pretty is pretty interesting. And I mean, Averman was that was that dude too. So I mean, you know, he was a pretty good pretty good little actor. Um, but pretty cool. He was actually in the uh, in, when some of the ducks returned in the Game Changers uh, and season two. The trailer is out. I haven't quite watched it yet. I, I just found. I'm still. You gotta see. I gotta get. You gotta get into it, bro. I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, I do. I do. I'm I really telling do, you, man. I mean, forget forget yeah. Miss Marvel if you haven't got into that. Forget uh, Attorney <laughs> at Law. Forget House of Dragon. You know, gotta get into the Game Changers, bro. Uh, let's move into outside the NHL. Now that you know what's happening inside the boards, time for the rest of the headlines with news from outside the boards. All right, we're talking a little bit about LIV and your favorite Stephen A. Smith. Um, 
He is disgusted by Tiger Woods rallying the PGA against the Saudi-backed LIV. We'll put a link to the uh, video that we're talking about in the show description. But yeah, I mean, pretty much I agree with him 100% on everything he has to say. Yeah, um, it's funny. Uh, I normally do not uh, agree with Stephen A. Smith. That's normally not my nature. Stephen A. Smith. That one time. That one time I did. Uh, I did agree (laughs) that one time. Uh, But that is more in in a sport. In a sports take capacity, uh, this is a little bit outside of that. This is absolutely, I, f- I feel like I don't want to give Stephen A credit and think that he may <laughs> listen to the podcast, but he might because we talked about a lot of these things recently. I and mean, I think we alluded to more of, you know, athletes that are talking bad about this being sponsored by Nike. You know, I mean, we're talking about if, if you connect enough threads, you're going to be able to find injustice yeah. at the end of them. And, and in all of them, we live in an, in, in uh, an unjust world. And that's, that's just the way it is. And I'm not saying that's right or what I agree with or what it should, what should happen. But we have, we have, we, I did a paper in college over, over businesses that did business with Nazi Germany, like post them being Nazi Germany, not, you know, before they, before they knew before the war was happening type of deal. Like, I mean, this is, if we're not going to hold the, the businesses accountable, the corporations that do business with Saudi Arabia accountable, our own government that does business with Saudi Arabia accountable. Then again, why are we going after people that swing a club that were just offered a whole boatload of money not to go and torture people or you know uh, renounce their united states citizen citizenship but to swing a club to hit a ball into a hole which is what they were already doing on uh, on this side of things Uh, a group that again we talk about major sponsorships with 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 companies like nike and apple and all this all this stuff it's all good for you to do and and major clubs and issues with 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 racism within these clubs. I mean, the the Masters at Augusta. I mean, how long was it till they had a, a person yeah. of color as a as a member? How long was it till they had a woman as a as a uh, as a as a member? I mean, and the first woman that was ever a member of, of Augusta, it was Condoleezza Rice. Okay, so like that was—that's not like you just like let a let a woman like you let one of yeah. a, a former secretary of no, was secretary of state, maybe. I think so. Does it? That, yeah. I mean, that um, the fact yeah. that I know what she, but I mean, for and for something that touts going and playing, going and playing golf at Augusta every year and playing the Masters, and hey, I'm I, I watch it and I enjoy it, and I you know they, there there's almost nothing like hearing that Masters music, but let's not pretend like the the PGA has been this this champion for human rights and. Uh no, they care about their pocketbook, which is, you know, fine. It's not 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 the way I don't agree with it, but it's like Stephen A. said: you care about your pocketbooks, then be better, be more established. Yeah. I don't, you know, the NFL is not crushing the USFL for trying to put football on the field. Yeah, you know, the NFL I mean, just does what the NFL does, and they be better than than they're the better. Rest. They're just better. Yeah, and- for the, for the longest time, WWE was just better than all the other ones. And then yeah. they ended up buying them out just like, you know, and the NFL ended up, you know, doing with XFL a couple of years ago. I mean, the WWE, the NBA, the NFL, they don't have these big schemes to try and, you know, slander and, and 
defame these other leagues. They just yeah. continue doing what they do, which is be the best. If, if, what right, what if, this tells me is that the PGA is scared. They that, understand that. Absolutely. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's no reason. The, the, there is no reason in any, in any league in, uh, that anybody that Michael, like Michael Jordan would say, I mean, he did say I'm going to go play baseball in a lower league, but he, Michael Jordan's not going to, well, I'm going to go play basketball in the Australian basketball league. The NBA would probably just be like, I mean, probably I wouldn't, but I mean, all right, I, I mean, guess, you know, like they're not going to start slandering the Australian basketball league. Yeah. And, you know, unless you're, unless you're, china and not chinese basketball league which they don't care about but the country specifically china <laughs> the nba doesn't mm -hmm. care what you do <laughs> pretty much so um that's the thing the the pga has been the only game in town for a long time if you haven't been able to establish your dominance then what have you been doing uh all these other yeah. leagues have have been able to do it um if if you're so scared and don't want them to be contracted employees, then why don't they? Why don't you have an official roster and make sure that everybody's getting a paycheck and they sign a contract? Yeah, you know that. And that's yeah. that's that yeah. easy. Then they can't go play for another league yeah. because yeah. they're your employee. And it, and it feels like a lot of these leagues they set themselves up originally to protect themselves from exactly what the PGA didn't protect themselves from exactly the PGA could have set themselves up in a position to not have to worry about this. But for whatever reason, like the PGA just, I, I, they just kind of left themselves open. It was only a matter of time. Yeah. Like, I think you said it last week. The only, like if you have enough money, I mean, if, if someone puts enough money into it, you can out, a league can out do the NFL. Now if, you would need an absurd if, amount of money, more money than it probably means, exists, but <laughs> well, no, no, it's not more money. The, the, the bigger problem is not the amount of money that's spent. It's, it's the how much you're willing to lose. To, yeah. Right. It's the willingness to not make money for a long yeah. time, which is so yeah. that that's a, that's a big problem with these leagues. But the, the thing is with the PGA is the difference in a football player for an NFL team or a baseball player for MLB team or, basketball player for an NBA team or even a soccer player for MLS team. All of this stuff that, that costs money to train and trainers and uh, nutritionists and all of this stuff costs money. Okay. All of that costs money, but the team provides that, right? That this is not money coming out of your pocket where you're telling these golfers, you're just a you're just a contract employee and we don't have PGA facilities and PGA trainers. I'm sure they do at the tournaments and stuff like that, but when that person goes home from that 3 or 4 day tournament, they're at home, right? They have to train at home, they have to get yeah. their own nutritionist, they have to they have to pay their own caddy, they have to do all the, they're their own boss. So you telling me I can't go play golf somewhere else would be a lot like telling the roofer you just hired, "Hey, I'm, you know, you're good to do houses on this street, but I really don't like the other neighborhood over there. So don't go do yeah. houses there. I mean, that's essentially what you're telling these employees. If I hire yeah. a roofer and he works for me, he probably works on the roofs that I say, Hey, work on this roof, you know? So I guess that would be yeah. my big argument for it. Um, and so play the, play the drop, Bobby. You don't get to use it often. I agree um, with Stephen A. Smith so much. I do. I, I, hey, hey, we did not. I, we never really realized 
that we would actually be able to use that drop again. We thought yeah. that that was one of those 500 year things, you know, where it happens once mm-hmm. every five hundo. So, yeah, but, um, Moving on, um, Lamar Jackson possibly going into week one without a contract. Uh, Stephen, I also had some opinions on this this on this morning's edition of the First Take, but we're not going to talk too much about that. Um, <laughs> you know, pretty much, listen, Lamar Jackson's going in. Uh, there's a possibility he may be playing in week one without a contract. And frankly, that is a huge mistake. There, oh, in no yes. world should a player ever be doing that. I get, listen. I understand that some people may have opinions and different opinions on whether or not it's smart of him to be having these negotiations without counsel. It's not. I've heard the man, I've heard the man speak. Yeah. He needs like, a representative. There is a, there is a, there is a difference between your first contract as a rookie and your second contract. You're no longer, you know, bound by rookie contracts. You, right. these are, this is big boy time. This is not this doesn't just affect you. This affects other players. It, it affects mean, other players, the, but it also but also let's not pretend like the the altruistic NFL owners are going to not try to throw a few things in there. Yeah. That maybe not get that'll get caught and laughed at by a lawyer that if I know you got a lawyer and you got people or an agent representing you, if you put that in you put certain provisions in there i'm gonna tell my client and we're gonna go be we're gonna be further away from it i mean there's gonna be lots of things that is in legalese that we wouldn't be able to understand my understanding is most agents are lawyers previously right like they were lawyers yeah yeah. they get i don't think it's like a 100 or or they were a player and then they get you know they work for that's what i'm saying but a company yeah and yeah a big company that has lawyers and they have paralegals that help them yeah you know, I'm thinking like Ari Gold type of deal from Entourage, yeah. you know, like that Ari was a lawyer before. And so, like, I mean, it's just a natural transition. You know, you got yeah. care. And it's important to have somebody, you know, because these contract talks can get heated. I yes. truly think it's important that you don't that the player kind of take a step back and doesn't is not the one in the room right. getting heated with management. Right. It is. Because it their is, job is to play. that 100 percent it's a it's a point that is you know i've thought of before but like didn't even really think of as as maybe even more important let's pretend that the nfl owners and contract folks aren't going to throw anything crazy in there fair you can ruin a lot of relationships like that that's that that makes it a lot different with my agent yelling at uh, at you know yeah, Amy, Amy Adams Strunk's lawyer. You know what I'm saying? Like that's so interpersonal. Like they're not going to make it personal because they're just lawyers. Yeah. So, like they may get, but a player will make it personal argument. because it's because it because because it's his livelihood and it's exactly. his. You know, they, he's being judged. Like it, like you know, he's being graded on everything he does. That's why it's um, always scary to yeah. see a player go to arbitration in the NHL. You know what I mean? Because they're because yeah. I mean, essentially the ownership is trying to downplay the achievements of a player and the players trying to oversell the achievements yeah. when it's usually yeah. somewhere right there in the middle. Yeah. It's so. time for Lamar Jackson to stop being cheap. It's just as matters as that. Like dude, you've made your money time to spend that money. Get yourself a lawyer. And you know, uh, I, I bet he doesn't mow his own yard anymore. I, I doubt he does his own laundry anymore. Yeah. Like get, get yourself this a lawyer. Is, you shouldn't be doing your own contract talks and, anymore. And, and it's, and it's funny you bring up those two examples because you can pay 10% now and potentially be set up 
to have those two things done for you for life or Bobby and I, when we somehow have made it to episode 750, you know, and we're, you know, we're here and we've, we've brought in agents to negotiate on our behalf. We could be sitting here talking about how Lamar Jackson has $0 in his bank account and has no money. I mean, 10% of 10 million is a million dollars, right? Wow. That's a lot of money. I can't believe he's getting all of that money, but it, but 10% of 15 million is 1.5, but then you got $12.5 million instead of $9 million. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the difference of an agent. So you can even say it's costing you money, but that is probably inaccurate. It's probably making you a lot more money. You, are you going to oh, Are you going to know to go in? I want this front loaded. I want this here. How how do yeah. I work in the cap? Yeah. I I just don't I just don't see the of all the things to not pay money for. Uh right. an agent uh, of all of those things. And you don't have to go get a scummy big company agent. Like you can go and find somebody from your hometown or your you know yeah. like that are, there that are be, there are what there are 51 other players in that locker room who I'm sure every single one of them has Agents, agent, talk with right. your talk with your receivers. Talk you, with the guys. Talk with your brothers and and figure out. All right, guys, who can I trust to actually help me? And your teammates will help you out because your teammates want to see you get paid. They want to see you get paid because because the NFL, you get paid more. Other people get paid more. So of course yeah. they're going to want to see this. When it comes to like on the field, it's player versus player. But outside the field, it's player versus owner. But and absolutely. all the players in the league are together and wanting to get paid. But and and to bring up a, a third and final point, the pure role model thing for incoming rookies and young players to see this happening is bad for the. It's bad yeah. for you. It's bad for. It's not bad for the owners. It's great for the owners. The owners. Oh, yeah. Would, the owners would love to have fifty some odd, seventy some odd players negotiating for themselves. Every single time, not a question at all. So yeah. it's it's bad for that incoming crop of players to see. Well, if Lamar Jackson doesn't need an agent, then why do I need an agent? Yeah, uh, I just think it's I just think it's bad optics for sure. Yeah, Man. frankly, the NFLPA needs to step in and wa- and watch out for their their fucking players and say no, you yeah. like you you, you I, and they need to put in the CBA that players have to have rep- representation. No, I don't even it, think it about is, that. A, I mean, that's just more of like uh, he definitely should. I think the bigger thing is 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 they need to step in and not allow him to play without a contract. Uh, that is yeah, no, that too for sure. I mean, look, yeah. man, it, it's protecting the players, sure, but it's more of an overarching look. If if he wants to go get paid a lot less money or whatever, that's that's on him. But yeah. I mean, for I mean, if he goes out there, if he goes out there and tears his ACL. Or tears his Achilles. Do you th- really think that the Ravens are going to pay you? They're not going to pay you. Okay. They're not going to yeah. pay you. So get something in writing right now or don't play football. That's, I mean, that's only advice I can give you. I'm never going to be in the position to make the kind of money you're going to make, even, if, even without yeah. an agent. Okay. But don't play yeah. football without a contract. All right. That's a uh, yeah. word of advice. Let's move in to our main topic of the day. We're talking. NFL divisional previews. We are starting out in the AFC and NFC West. We are getting ever so closer to early September when we have the first kickoff of the season. So let's start it out with the Kansas City Chiefs. I want to stop you. 
you said ever so closer. I think you meant ever so close or ever closer. Ever closer to the kickoff. <laughs> there, you there you go. Hey, hey. Uh, <laughs> I got to Hey, I don't want people coming at you afterwards. You know what I'm saying? I want you to get hit with all these hate tweets. Oh. And then they're like, wow, you're dumb by, by association. The transitive property of dumb. Okay. <laughs> you can continue. Uh, sorry. I'm so sorry. Kansas City Chiefs. Tyreek Hill is out. Juju is in. The team will remain pass heavy, obviously being uh, uh, headed by Patrick Mahomes. The Chiefs are always a contender. When you've got, when you've got, I mean, when you got Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, I mean, it's it's going to be they're they're going to be hot. I mean, I'm excited to see what they can do. Um, what you thoughts? Agree? Disagree? Yeah, yeah I, I agree. I, I really like the Sky more draft pick uh i would love to see a little bit more from uh clyde edwards hilaire this year uh jerick mckinnon being there in that backfield is something that that i mean I, I would like to see a little bit more from him i mean he always seemed like he was just on that cusp of a breakout and then injuries really prevented him from uh from getting excuse me from getting there but you said it i mean an offensive genius in, in andy reed uh an air heavy attack uh McCole Hardman being there, I mean, he could really step up to the plate. Uh, but Sky Moore kind of there in that in that potential role as well. Uh, and Juju, I think this could be a good resurgence for him. But um, I think he's going to be slinging it all over the yard. Kansas City's hard yeah. to bet against in that specific division. Um, I don't know if I will or not. I, I guess we'll kind of make our calls at the at the yeah. end. But I'm gonna I'm gonna hang tight on it until we discuss everybody. Yeah. Um, the Las Vegas Raiders, Devontae Adams is in. The coaching staff has all been replaced. Um, they're kind of in a weird spot, I feel like. I don't really know how I feel about them. They went 10-7 and seven last season, a differential of minus 65 in points. Um, they did end the season with a four-game uh, four win streak. Um, they are, I don't know, there's a big unknown to me. They yeah. went 3-3 three and three in the division. I, I don't see them... Uh, I I don't think they're gonna make the playoffs. I, I I think they'll make the playoffs, but I don't think they're gonna go far in the playoffs. Um, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I I, I agree. Uh, De, Devontae Adams coming in is obviously a huge signing. Um, uh, a superstar in this league. Uh, and I mean, people forget Derek Carr has won an MVP. So I mean, he's not. Well, he he has he gets some bad raps sometimes, but. Uh, decent season last season, I think, with some pieces there, uh, even with the loss of Henry Ruggs. I mean, you got Hunter Renfro, Darren Waller, uh, Josh Jacobs. Uh, it seems more they're going to be trying to kind of move move him into a, a handcuff style of role. Uh, but you got Zamir Smith, an, a new rookie drafted there, uh, along with um, who's their other running back? Maybe Jalen Richard is something that's coming to mind. Doesn't matter. Um, some some good pieces. I'm I'm not sure how I feel about them either. I think that the playoffs is, are, are definitely possible, um, but I'm sure we'll do kind of all together one day after we've re- reviewed everybody. We'll make our calls all in all in one little fatal swoop. So, yeah. Um. Um. Chargers. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just Chargers. Say, I was bring up yeah. Chargers. Yeah. Um. Uh. Herbert has scored more touchdowns with 77, and in the first two seasons of his career, than any other player in NFL history. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. Uh. But he doesn't throw the long ball when needed for having a big arm. 
Only 9.8% of passes go further than 20 yards. I think they're going to need him, whether it's play calling or his comfortability. He's got a big arm. He needs to start yeah. slinging that thing with what he's yeah. got. Yeah, I mean, it's got to be, it, it opens up, not, not saying that people haven't figured out or anything, but eventually you start getting enough tape on somebody, you're going to be able to figure him out a little bit easier. Yeah, if I'm the Chargers, you got to go get a Yeah. Yeah, until you throw in that long, long bomb in the repertoire, that, that's like having a you know a curveball or a really good sinker in the in the old pitch cap, yeah. you know, belt right there. Yeah, that you're able to like look. I can't get too overzealous. Uh, opens up the running game so much. Uh, yeah, which is something I think yeah. they're going to need for Eckler, a guy that got uh, got about 270, 280 touches last year. Uh, definitely going to need to. Keep him around that pace. I mean, you know, not yeah. getting him, not getting him three, four hundred plus. Uh, I think that that is necessary for Eckler, so you don't have those safeties sneak up a bit. You know, you don't have to worry about, and and especially when you got a guy like, like Mike Williams. I mean, I, I that should be a at least once every quarter type of play. You know, that you just try yeah. to go up for a fifty yard bomb to to Williams. I really like Herbert. I really am, am, am regretting not uh, trying to grab him a little bit more in some dynasty leagues and stuff. But uh, Chargers are are going to be a force to be reckoned with in my mind. I really like what they're 100%. doing there. A second year yeah. with uh, with the with the new uh, offensive coordinator and coach. So yeah, uh, I think they need to. You know, it's important that the Chargers go out and get themselves a. Marquise Brown, Tyreek Hill, uh, OBJ kind of guy. I know it's easy to say, "Oh, go get yourself a Tyreek Hill kind of guy," but they need to get a they need to get a a downfield receiver. That's that Mike opens, Williams. That me, I mean, that's Mike Williams, man. Yeah. He's a six seven, a six seven frame. He can go up and get it. Health is the big key with him, and I mean, they got the possession guy in Keenan Allen. Uh, I mean, hey, look, I hear what you're saying. It's always nice to have that that downfield burner, uh, which is which is more what I would consider Tyree kill is like more of a burner than necessarily that, yeah. that big deep threat. He's a deep threat because he's of his speed. So, yeah. Um, so I don't, that's what I'm talking disagree. about. You need a guy that can get down. Like you need a, you need a burner to get downfield. So that, I mean, cause maybe it's maybe Herbert has an issue holding on the ball too long and maybe he just needs his guys to get downfield uh, faster so we can release it. I don't know if it's a confidence issue or a play calling issue. Uh, but something needs to change. Well, he's there. a second. He's a second. He was a second year player with a first year head coach. Uh, I mean, uh, I was listening to the fantasy footballers. They had an interview with Eckler. I mean, that's a that's a hard. He said his first first little bit of time in the league was with Philip Rivers, and so that's a guy that had been there seventeen years that is calling the plays, that is managing the offense yeah. from the field, uh, more of a field general style. Uh, so there is definitely some learning curve uh, curve there, especially with a new coordinator, it's not like it's not like Andy Reid and Mahomes where Andy Reid's been there yeah. before. He's done that before. It doesn't matter that you're a new guy. I'm not a new guy. So I think that probably plays into it, but I agree. I mean, definitely a, definitely a piece. I think Jalen Guyton, um, uh, I'm not sure about his speed, but he was stepping up to the plate towards the end of the year. Uh, interested to see where the chargers land i mean it's always yeah. hard to because you're looking at all these teams and all of these teams have made some pretty good moves uh and you're thinking okay well chiefs could make the playoffs okay the raiders could make the playoffs
playoffs. The Chargers could make the playoffs for sure. Uh, and then we're going to get to another team, the Denver Broncos, that with their moves that they've made, they can make the playoffs. Yeah. You know, they, they, we got four teams yeah. here that, and one of these teams or two of these teams will inevitably drop off and will ev- inevitably be a surprise to us. And it could be any one of them. Uh, so it's very interesting yeah. to kind of look yeah. at where we're at now. Yeah, um, to round out uh, this division, the Denver Broncos, they have an all-new coaching staff, um, and they, I think they'll be leaning on Russell Wilson this year, their new uh, quarterback. Um, I think that, I, to me, again, it's a, whenever a quarterback goes somewhere new, it's kind of like, all right, what do we, you know, and I think that Matt Stafford was a perfect example of this. Okay, is this going to be the same Russell Wilson? Is he going to be better? Is he going to be worse? I mean, I, it's, you know, it's, not every quarterback is going to be Tom Brady going from the Patriots to Tampa and instant success. I mean, that's just not, that's not a thing. Anything, anything Tom Brady does, you can assume that it's not going to be the norm across the league. Um, so I don't, I don't know what to think about this. I think the Denver Broncos are a big variable in that division. Um, and I, but I think that I don't, I, I don't see them being better than any of the three other teams. I think that they round out the league, the round out again with going eight and nine, something like that. I mean, okay. I don't know. I don't know that I disagree about, you know, the te- the other teams ahead of them. I think I do disagree about, I mean, the usage alone, I think, is going to change. You said it. They're going to have to lean on Russell Wilson. Well, what is one thing that Pete Carroll didn't do was lean on Russell Wilson. I mean, a, a mobile, a mobile quarterback style guy that didn't get to throw the football a lot and didn't get to use his legs a lot because of Pete Carroll's play calling style yeah. he wants to run the football yeah um, unless there was a super bowl on the line and you should have run then you lean then he leaned he on shouldn't have run he shouldn't have run i'll <laughs> die on that hill it was the smart play call to get two attempts over the one but uh we've argued about that before so <laughs> um yeah so i think russell wilson is going to fit in there i think the the loss of tim patrick to an acl really hurts him for sure but I like Jerry Judy. I like Cortland Sutton this year. Yeah, I like Jerry Judy. I like Noah, Noah Fant. I, I love Javante Williams. I love Javante Williams a whole, whole lot. I think that this is a team that is going to surprise a lot of folks. I'm not worried about uh, – I think, I think that's what they're missing was a quarterback, and so I'll be interested to see where it goes. I don't know that I'll call playoffs for this team or anything like that. I just don't think we're going to see the same team we saw last year. Yeah. All right. Uh, moving in uh, now uh, <clears throat> to the NFC West, we've got the Los Angeles Rams, the defending Super Bowl champs. I mean, what else does it say than Cooper Cup and Matt Stafford? Oh, I mean, well, I've got plenty Robert, to say. Robert Woods, Robert, Robert Woods is gone. He's in Tennessee now. Bobby Trees? I, Bobby Trees? <laughs> I, My favorite nickname. They're a contender. Dude. Yeah. They're a contender. Name, Bobby Trees. Sean McVay is a genius. Um, and I, I like these guys. I think that, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if we're watching. A, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if we're watching a rematch of the last year Super Bowl again. I would be surprised. That would be a very interesting two to go uh, to go back to back. But. I'm in agreement. Uh, I mean, this is a team they won. They Bobby trees went out early in the season. So, I mean, it's not like they won the super bowl with him type of deal. Uh, I would love to see OBJ signed again. I don't know if that they'll be able to, to make that happen. 
But, uh, I mean, you know, Cup, we thought that, you know, the three-time Blood, Sweat, and Beers Dynasty champion was going to going to slide out of this off season without ever, you know, having made a, made, making a pretty big move. And it turns out that that was inaccurate. I, you know, just made a big deal for Cooper cup, uh, bringing him onto the squad. So looking like a four Pete again, uh, didn't even have to give up any, any pieces, just, just picks. So I'm looking forward to having him on the dynasty squad. I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do uh, for the Rams. I, I'm really, I'm, I'll tell you where I'm, I'm intrigued and not only for like the team, because like you said, Sean McVay can make it work no matter what. I'm interested for fantasy uh, Cam Akers and, you know, his ability to bounce back from, from that injury. We didn't get to see him get a lot of a workload in the playoffs last season after coming back. So I'm interested to see what the game plan is for the running back situation there. Is it going to be more of a timeshare or is he going to try to make him a bell cow? You know, uh, that's, uh, that's, yeah. that's intriguing to me. I, I, I didn't, I'm just not learning about that trade. I got to be honest. I'm a little, little peeved at SAS because SAS approached me for, uh, for, <laughs> for, for chase. And, uh, and I said, uh, the only I, I told him, I'm not, I, I don't want it. He's not on. He's not on the trade block, but I'd be right. willing to give you Jamar Chase for Cooper Cup. And he said, oh. no way. I'm definitely not giving a Cooper Cup. He said, I'm not. He said, I, I am definitely not getting rid of the number one receiver. And the guy said, OK, well, then then he's then he's not. Then I'm not trading Jamar Chase. <clears throat> and now all he got, he got uh, picks, picks, Bobby. Ugh. I'm mad. Um, Bobby. I'm, I, I'm changing my what's that my stick now. Sass, you're what's that my stick, my man. Bobby, you could have Bobby, Jamar Chase, Bobby, bro. Bobby, who says that I can't have Jamar Chase? <laughs> I mean, we can make a we can make some stuff happen if we want to. He's not. Be he's not on the trading block. I mean, I got Cooper Cup though. That's what I'm saying. What well, I'm there, saying. there was more in there. I, I, I wanted I wanted Cooper Cup and like uh, and some picks and. I needed, I needed, I, nah. I told him that if he's getting Jamar Chase, that you're getting a 22 year old who I, I like better. Who First off. Yeah. And I told him, I was like, first off, like, cause I, the whole thing was that like, he approached me for the trade and I told him right off that Jamar Chase is not on the trading block. So it's, if you want him, you're going to have to pay him. for him. And then he's like, well, you're asking too much. I'm like, I'm asking exactly what I think he's worth. Cause he's not on the, I didn't, you came to me, my man. Like, hey, <laughs> hey, hey, you know, I mean, I, obviously I'm, I'm down a few picks now as well. I mean, I mean, I mean, I'd be willing to throw Cooper Cup in a third, at, a third at you for Chase. It's you honestly, know I mean? those picks are fucking. I don't care about picks, dude. Picks. Uh, that's mean, so annoying. I, I had to be like, wait a second. What, what do you mean he's got Cooper Cup? I was just talking to Sass. All right, all right. Nevertheless, let's move on. Arizona moves, Cardinals maybe. making the big not moves, many. Maybe. Speak uh, the opposite of making big moves. The Arizona Cardinals, not many changes this offseason. Uh, Chase Edmonds is out. Uh, will be good. Not better than the other good teams in the league. I just, I don't know. They're like that. I think the Cardinals are in that. Yeah, I think they're in that position where they're a good team. They're going to have a good record. But they're going to be in that kind of limbo where not good enough to go far in the playoffs. Not good enough to get a good pick. Um, So I don't know what's going to happen with them. I think the Cardinals are going to Cardinal for a couple more years and until they kind of fizzle out and lose some players and then they go back to being a sub 500 team. Um, I don't necessarily agree with, uh, with that. Um, James Connor, if, if he can stay healthy is a great running back. I, 
like Kyler Murray, I think he gets a couple more years under his belt. He's able to uh, able to win some of those games down the stretch that he he may be losing. Even though Hopkins being out for six weeks, I think Zach Ertz is really going to step up to the plate. I think the biggest thing is Christian Kirk leaving, going to Jacksonville. I think that that hurts them a lot. Yeah. I think they'll need AJ Green to step up and they really need some good showing from Rondell Moore. Um, but there's good talks about Eno Benjamin uh as a as a as a backup there for uh for James Conner. And there's good talk about their new rookie Keontae Ingram. And there's also really big talk about Trey McBride. Um uh, they're they're tied in there. I love a lot of the things that they've done on defense. But I'm with you. I'm very unsure of how they're gonna handle their first six games because they started so they started off so strong in that instance, you know. Um, yeah. And uh, they started off so strong last year, and I'm just not sure. I'm just not sure how I'm feeling about this year. If they're gonna start strong and taper off, if they're gonna you know ta- start slow and then you know build up, I'm I'm. It's a, it's, it is a question mark because I like the talent there and it's hard for me to say, I think this is not, not going to be a great football team, but you've made some, made some points. I think the big key is Kingsbury, uh, what, what he can do there as much as anybody, as much as any coach can control, you know, what happens to their team. I think that's a very important, uh, important coach that, that can kind of affect the trajectory of their team for sure. Yeah. All right, uh, moving on to the San Francisco 49ers. Um, this was a team I had a little bit of issue with kind of getting a report on because it's just, I well, don't know, there's uh, nothing really glaring. I, can, I mean, you've got Kyle Shanahan's offense, um, who is, he's one of the little. more unique play callers. Um, uh, Raheem I, Mostert to the I Dolphins. Would, I would say Mohamed your biggest. Sanu is an UFA. But go ahead. I would say your biggest, I would say the biggest thing that we need to bring up is, Trey Lance. I mean, Trey Lance. Yeah. Trey Lance going to be playing quarterback there. Uh, definitely gives them the opportunity of something that th- Jimmy G did not Okay. I don't think Jimmy yeah. G is a bad quarterback. Okay. He's just not the guy. Okay. He was yeah. great. He was great on a Patriots team that all they needed was a game manager. Um, and yeah. so the, the, 49ers need more than a game manager. I'm very interested. Trey Lance played a couple of good games last year when he got to play. Um, I mean, fantasy wise and, you know, actually in the game. Uh, I'm interested to see Debo and how he how he does coming back. I've, I've heard good things about Brandon Ayuk and how he is going to be yeah. one of the guys for uh, Trey Lance. Uh, Elijah Mitchell. Uh, but uh, but realistically, all you have to do is say San Francisco backfield because that's really all that matters is you just have to be a running back that plays on a team that Kyle Shanahan coaches like you're gonna get a game where you drop 150 yards and three touchdowns and then you become irrelevant the entire season so uh so that running game I think a a lot of this is going to hinge on on George Kittle's health if George Kittle can stay healthy I think that uh Trey Lance stands a much better chance at being successful in year one uh, or his first year as a starter, I should say, excuse me. But do, do I think they're going to make the playoffs again? That's, that's tough to say. It's, you know, I'm not really sure. I, I, 
a tough, not necessarily a hugely tough division as much as it, as the NFC is very tough. So it'll be interesting to see who they play, how they play against, against them. Um, but you know, low man on the totem pole is the person we're going to be talking about next, which is interesting because that's usually not the low man on the totem pole. Yeah. Um, all right. So the uh, Seattle Seahawks, uh, this Chris Carson retired. They lost Russell Wilson, but really nothing exciting about them. And I think that they're going to remain the low man on the totem pole this season. Yeah. I mean, Drew Locke and Geno Smith have not uh, inspired greatness, <laughs> per se. Geno Smith has looked okay when he came in and replaced um, replaced Russell Wilson last year after the broken finger. Uh, but yeah, no, you mean you've said it. Uh, I'm I'm really intrigued. I really I'll tell you what I do like about the downfall of Seattle is the slowed interest of DK Metcalf and how uh especially in redraft leagues you can find him dropping down the draft boards and so you can get a really good deal on him I think. Uh because he's still going to be 66 I think. He yeah. didn't sh- he didn't shrink because there's a new quarterback. Um <laughs> he's still he's still uh, a, a, ma- a man amongst boys I'm guessing because he's still yeah. him. So um so I think a lot of people are low on him when you and I could go out there and get this guy 50 catches this you know you know what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know we could we we could we could be at least a 1000 yard passer if we just threw the ball up to DK Metcalf every time. Yeah. So they would be uh not int- I would not be surprised to see them lean on him in the past game when they do take it. But uh Rashad Penny can be that hit or miss guy, man. He was a down the stretch player last year that really helped me in the playoffs. Uh, when he's healthy, he is a dominant force to be de- dealing with. He's been yeah. going in healthy to the training camp, and then we get an alert the other day that he's tweaked his hamstring. But it's just a tweak. But that doesn't matter. He's going to be out for six weeks for it because that's the way it's been. Kenneth Walker uh, probably has a good opportunity, but I mean, it's it's always hit or miss with a rookie running back. I mean, those guys that you think are great because they have, you know, they they did great in college may not be great. Yeah. They just may have ran through holes, and a lot of people can do that. Um, and then you get these running backs that have this vision that you know wasn't you weren't able to enact it when you were playing uh, behind a bad offensive line and you were getting away from guys in in the backfield. But then you get a bunch of six six, you know, three hundred and fifty pound dudes standing in front of you, and all of a sudden you're able to <laughs> uh, unleash a skill set that maybe you not you you, know, you wouldn't have. Legarrette Blunt is a great example. People thought he was just a big bruiser, goes undrafted, had a pretty decent career in the league, uh, a couple years of which you know he would have been drafted pretty highly. So I'm interested yeah. to see what Kenneth Walker could do there. Uh, but yeah, low man on the totem pole until they prove otherwise. In my mind, that quarterback position yeah. is going to be tough. All right, let's move on to our joke of the week. The weird. Corey Perry. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't... Wild. I think that I think the first read was a good one. Now, now I'm overthinking it. Outlandish. Each sixth chick sat on a stick. A little tongue twister. And downright dumb. Are you kidding me? It's time for the joke of the week. All right, we are got another story about Lane Kiffin. It's been a bit, but we're checking in with old Kiffy. 
Uh, probably one of the most Lane Kiffin things to happen for Ole Miss. Um, Lane Kiffin finds Ole Miss new punter from a frat house keg party. Um, uh, Lane Kiffin's quote, yeah, I don't know a whole lot about him. I think he was down at the frat house at a keg party or something where they got him from. Um, we've got some conditioning to work with him. Uh, he, he, we, he, another, uh, his quote continues. We just said, Hey, someone go find a punter around campus. And so we found one who actually used the punt in division one. You never know. Um, he is listed on the old Miss website at six feet, one inch and 250 pounds. Uh, and they just went around to different frat houses looking for someone who could punt a football to be he, their starting punter. And if, it's funny because, you know, you don't usually use a scholarship on a punter unless they are all-star punter. Nevada actually used a scholarship on a punter and not a local guy, some guy around the, you know, some guy yeah. from Marietta, Georgia, you know, way far from Nevada uh, and uh, entered the transfer portal ending at you know Ole Miss there um I would be interested to know how accurate this story is uh because it's Lane Kiffin you know I mean I mean what a what a what a joke if this is for real because you're saying that a division one athlete transferred to your school and you had no knowledge about it that just seems like bad you either have bad people working around you or because I mean I would imagine the transfer transfer portal is public, right? I mean you would have to imagine that it's there all the time, and you just yeah. I mean I'm I'm just imagining a list, you know. Like, <laughs> I, I mean, but would we be surprised if Lane Kiffin did make this fuck up and didn't know? No. I mean, no, oh no, no. I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm just saying that he's probably just making it up because it's Lane Kiffin and he likes to troll people. I mean, multiple. Yeah, I mean, I guess multiple places are reporting it. Um, but yeah, because right, I mean, yeah, he'll talk it, to anybody. Know. If Lane Kiffin confirms it on the phone with you, you can run whatever you want at that point. <laughs> you know, he's like, "Yeah, I did it." <laughs> You're like, "All right, yeah. well, let me type this bad boy up." What a what a what a joke if it's true though. I mean, lucky for the guy that is punting and. I mean, I'm more confused about why are you got a why has he got a condition? I mean, yeah, he's just like, and let's be honest, Lane can Old Miss punts the fewest amount, and that's not because they're scoring. He just goes for he it on fourth downs because he's Lane Given. Opponents yeah. only had. I mean, last year, apparently, I don't know if this guy was on the school team last year. It wasn't clear, but uh, I mean, opponents only managed 17 punt returns on them. I mean, again, to be fair to you. Bobby, it was because they punted 17 times, so it's not like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what a what a uh, what a joke. Yeah. What a joke. Yeah, but all right, let's move into what's snapping our stick. Bobby and Brandon are about to find out exactly what snaps their sticks. All right. Um, I experienced this the other day. Um, once again, we're back to people not knowing how to fucking drive. Pretty I much understand like that when you're on a, of our stuff. Yeah, uh, I understand <laughs> that when you're on the road and there's a fire truck coming your way, um, and there, you know, you never know where they might have to turn, and you, you, you slow down. But if there is a median between you and the fire truck, yeah, and they're coming the opposite direction, don't stop. And not just that. Don't. It's one thing if you feel like you have to stop, pull into the shoulder. Yeah, I'm driving um, in Murfreesboro. It's right next to like the uh, what is it? The water park or the athletic place right near the VA. 
Sure, sure. Uh, if you know what I'm talking about, the, like, yeah, where the baseball fields are. Yeah. This dude straight up stomps on his brakes right in front of me, and I have to. I lay on my and I'm I'm on my fucking horn. Yeah. I'm on my horn, yeah. and he point puts his arm out the window and points the fire truck, like that somehow. Like oh, that makes it like, okay. Dude, that you, he's like, like the dude. Mom. First off, there's a median in between us. There's a median, and you're, there's no, there's no. You're we're next to grass. They're not. He's not going to turn into the grassy field, like so. I and then I keep on my horn, and he just gives me a thumbs up, and I'm hanging on my horn again. <laughs> and, and, and eventually, my mom's like, "Hey, calm down. You're fine." I'm like, "This guy needs to fucking move. Yeah, yeah. we got Get places to be." Yeah, you you brought up a good point, and I changed mine because I was just going to do more complaining about painting and moving. But just stupid explanations from people that they think clears everything up. I mean, pointing at the fire truck again doesn't clear it up. But I saw um, the fire truck. <laughs> yeah, we were familiar with with things fire truck. You know how fire trucks happen. But like uh, the, at Mexico, uh, when we were in Mexico, and that the kid was running down this like you know stairwell thing that was outside, oh, yeah. outside and the worker was like no like you can't do that and the mom was like oh i'm sorry he we're just filming a video like either one you know it's irrelevant yeah. and you just wanted to yeah, and i remember being like you definitely can't do that because that's evidence in a lawsuit <laughs> yeah i mean that is it, it's just mind-blowing that this grown woman either just said it just to say it or thought it was an explanation and everybody was going to be like, Oh, that's chill, dude. Just oh, you take it. Don't worry. Hey, no she's taking worries. a video. It's cool. No worries. Guys, guys, boss. No, you can't write me up. It was a video thing. I told you, I told you it was going to be embarrassing. Like that. just like stupid stuff like that. Like, like, uh, you know, I forget what it was. S something this weekend, somebody said something that was just like, Okay. I mean, you know, like that's, yeah, those are definitely words that you have said to me and they're coming out of your mouth. I, you know, I've heard them. They yeah. went into my ears, uh, but they don't mean anything like my point still. That's what you should ask yourself. If you're responding to somebody saying something, ask yourself, does it, is it going to affect anything? You taking yeah. a video, not affecting the kid running down. So if was there a snake was there a bee that he was running from i'm so sorry he fell and he was just trying to catch his balance because he yeah. accidentally fell over this glass thing that's a that's an explanation yeah that at least it's stupid you're being dumb but at least you're trying okay and i can appreciate yeah. that at least i remember when at least have the critical thinking skills to make up a good yeah at least have the critical thinking skills to make up a good excuse of why your kids exactly i i remember when stupid people used to try to lie okay that's all i'm saying yeah. That's all I'm saying. Now they just, I know I'm stupid. And so I'm just going to say the things yeah. that are coming out of my mouth. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but all right, everyone. Great episode. Uh, we'll see you next week for Brandon and Bobby. This has been Pugs Out Podcast. Have a good one. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Pucks Out Podcast. To see what other ridiculousness the guys are up to, check them out on Twitter and Instagram at Pucks Out Pod.